Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And today I have a rock star motivational speaker, Gigi Sabat on with us. You don't want to miss this and please share this out. And we're back. Let me bring Gigi on. Gigi, welcome to the show. Hello, and thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here today, Ken. I'm happy that you're here. So, you know, you, um, how, how did we meet? Was it through Justin? Justin Breen, yes. Justin Breen. That guy, he introduces me to so many people. It's it's unbelievable. Like so, that. so. So Gigi, I was on your show and we've, we've developed a, the beginning of a friendship and, and, um, it, it's been, you're, you're amazing. I, I first, I want to say for anybody watching that doesn't see this, your energy is just, you're just radiating happiness. And I love that about you. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah. So, so let's start with, uh, this is about helping people have a breakthrough in life, right? To help them get unstuck. So why don't we start with where you were born and raised? Yes, sir. So my parents came to this country from Haiti around 35 years ago, and my parents instilled in my brothers and I the importance of obtaining an education. So I did. I attended the University of Central Florida, and I obtained my BA in political science, pre-law, and sociology, and then I pursued a degree in law. And I am truly grateful to be here after surviving a domestic violence matter. Mm. Wow. So, so you, where did you grow up? I was born in Coral Springs, Florida, okay. and I grew up in Palm Coast, Florida. <laughs> okay, nice. Is that where? Where? Where is that? Is that like Palm Beach area? That's okay. near Orlando and Jacksonville. Oh, okay, okay. So that's the that's more north Florida. It yes. gets cold up there. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Like it is cold uh, in Tampa, Florida, here today. <laughs> is it really? Yes. What's cold? What's the temperature? Oh my goodness, I haven't checked today. <laughs> uh, it's 30 degrees here. I'll bet it's not that cold. Where are but you located, Ken? In Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm in Ohio, to be honest. But so so you grew up in Florida. You went to the University of Central Florida eventually. What was it like for you um growing up? So your parents were from Haiti. Yes, sir. What, what was it like for you growing up in in Florida? I'm, I mean, you weren't you weren't an immigrant. You were born here. That's right. Yes, sir. I actually loved. I love. I love it. And I've actually visited Haiti around about three times now. Um, the last time I visited was before the uh, earthquake in Haiti, and that earthquake, my grandmother almost lost her life in the in the house that we have in Jackmel, oh. Haiti. And we are just truly grateful that my grandmother is alive and here with us today. Does she still live in Haiti? 
No, she no longer lives in Haiti. She's in Florida with you. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Nice. That has to be, I I would imagine from um, their point of view who didn't grow up here like you did. And I did, that has to be a huge cultural shock. Like I would imagine there's a pretty big difference between growing up in the States and, and, and Haiti. Yes, sir. It is, it is very different. And I will tell you the time I spent in Haiti, I I definitely realized the difference between uh, Haiti's culture and, you know, the American culture. Yeah. I have friends that go to Haiti and I I think I told you a buddy of mine does um, sets up a lot of, um, like street vendors with their own businesses. He helps them set up shop and, and create businesses. And it, it's, um, he, he's talked to, he loves the Haitian people, loves, loves, loves. So, um, so, so talk about when like growing up, were your parents strict? <laughs> yes. My parents were very strict. <laughs> yeah. And the number one thing that they truly cared about was their children obtaining an education, Um, especially since they worked so hard when they came to this country. My mother, she's a nurse uh, and also a real estate agent, and she worked very hard to be a nurse and a real estate agent. And my father, he is an entrepreneur. He's a businessman as well. So that's probably why I tend to lean towards entrepreneurship now. Yeah. And so I'm just truly grateful for my parents and their support throughout my journey in this yeah. life. So you didn't get in any trouble as a kid like I did. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> we, we all have a, a journey, right? And essentially yeah. that we have to overcome. So I will backtrack a little bit and I will tell you that uh, what I do mention in my book, uh, Walk With Me, actually, is that um, so I was go full screen. Show, show that book. Yes. <laughs> Walk with me. And Beautiful. so essentially I was uh, sexually assaulted when I was eight years old by two individuals. So growing up, that had a huge effect on my life. It had effect on my social relationships and my trust in individuals. And mm-hmm. so what's the number one thing that, you know, growing up people are around? What's Correct. the what? Number one thing, what? People are around when they're growing up in in high school and things of that nature. What are you around? Other kids. You, and you have uh, alcohol outside things of that nature. Oh, and so yeah. essentially, here's the thing: growing up, I, I I learned early on that I did not want to grow up just living a life of being around that environment with alcohol, things of that mm. nature. And so I said, I had an aha moment early on, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go to college and I'm going to pursue a degree in law. And that's exactly what I did. Mm, Wow. And, and so you got your undergrad and your undergrad was what? Political science, pre-law and sociology. So essentially what I'm saying is no matter what happens to you in this lifetime, you must not give up. And again, yes, those things are around you, alcohol, things of that nature, but do not turn to those things when something is wrong, because essentially it's not going to numb the pain. The pain will always be there no matter what. There are other positive alternatives to overcome. Yeah. So you, um, you, you, so you went through college, you went to, to, and you started law school or you're not, 
I think you told me you haven't completed it yet, but you're almost there. That's right. I have one more year. Essentially, after everything that happened, I took the time to recover, uh, especially since after the domestic violence matter happened, I was sexually assaulted as an adult as well. And exactly, here's the thing. I tell people, and this is what I teach today, hence I'm hosting a global virtual panel of sexual assault survivors event with other survivors to share their stories because I, I need people to understand that it doesn't matter about the precautions that you take in this lifetime. You can take all the precautions that you want. But you cannot blame yourself. Too often, individuals blame themselves after a, a challenge happens or something happens in their life, an incident. So they end up staying down. They go through depression or they have anxiety. They live in fear. No, you need to get back up and maintain a resilient mindset no matter what. And you must continue to move forward no yeah. matter what. Wow. So you've you've been through it. So so what what. um what are some of the, the, the challenges you faced along? I mean, uh, did you, did, was your college paid for, or did you have to work and pay for some of it yourself? Did you get a scholarship? How did I that worked. go? I worked. Did you? Yes, sir. You worked your way through college. I love that. Yes, love that. What are some of the challenges you faced along the way? For me, essentially, again, it was really just the sexual assault and domestic violence matter that happened. Mm. Now, was this a long-term relationship or something with the domestic violence thing? or No. We actually yeah. met when I was in law school, and it, the incident happened in law school in regards to the domestic violence. But what I love to raise awareness in regards to domestic violence is that strangulation is the number one cause of death. So essentially, I'll never forget the day I was uh, sitting on the couch. I had just got done studying. I was speaking on the phone call with a colleague from the SBA, the Student Bar Association, which I was the president of at the time. And this is what happened. Uh, the abuser charged at me, beat me, and almost strangled me to death. So here's the thing. I'll never forget trying to get back up. I just fell. And that was it. And here's the thing. I'm just, again, grateful to be here today to serve God's people on this new platform he has given me. When I say that, I truly feel that he, this is a new platform he has given me because essentially I was already a speaker, but now I'm a speaker on a different platform to serve his people. Hence the book, Walk With Me, and then God First is my second book. Because what does the Bible say? Bring my people to me, correct? And essentially... God first, because I want people to understand the importance of having God first place in their lives. We would not have all the issues that we have in society if individuals were aware and of the importance of keeping God first place in our lives. Can I get an amen? <laughs> <laughs> like, amen. I agree. I agree a thousand percent with you. We have some serious issues in this world. And, and you know, I saw a... Um, I saw, uh, and, and, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily agree a thousand percent with this, but I saw a meme that, you know, somebody said, God, why would you let somebody go into a school and open up, you know, shooting and, and, and God answered and said, I'm not allowed in there anymore. And, and, you know, I don't know that that's necessarily the truth, but we've removed God from, from so many things that, that, um, I, I don't know how, I mean, how, what, what do you believe in if you don't believe in God? Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. So, so what is your, um, what do you feel, um, what do you feel your purpose is now? 
Like what? I can't believe like we've done your entire life story in 12 minutes. There's gotta be more. Come on, Gigi. <laughs> yes. I definitely know my life purpose is to serve God's people again on this new platform he has given me. And essentially that's what I'm doing. I'm speaking all over the world uh, to serve his people. Now you raise a great point in regards to challenges happening in people's lives. And then they're saying, oh, how can there be a God? Is there a God or things such as uh, gun violence in the school environment? Great point that you raise. And I really want to touch base in regards to the fact that we cannot blame God for the issues that happens in our lives. Let's backtrack a little bit and let's remember what happened to his son here on earth. And essentially, again, we cannot be in control of the hate in our environment, but we can be in control of ourselves and what we do. And we cannot let the hate that happens around us affect who we become. We were born um, out of love and we must continue to love. Love conquers all. So again, you have a decision to make. You have a quick decision to make, whether you're going to choose to live in love or out of love or in hate and out of hate. So that's a decision you have to make. So right. I'll back up again and I'll tell you, I was sexually assaulted when I was eight years old by two individuals. Right then and there, I had a decision to make whether I was going to live out of hate and hate others and just, again, I could have been a hateful person, but I chose to love. So you have right. a decision. So again, if you're listening to this today, make a decision, no matter what happens in your life, no matter what challenges you go through to overcome those challenges and live from a place of love, no matter what. And again, the gun control laws are in place for a reason. And we need to understand that the NRA has been around for a long time and they're not going anywhere, the National Rifle Association. Right. So we need to understand that the policies and the laws are in place for a reason. And we need to allow the proper authority to handle those matters. Right, right. So, so I'm sure that in, in along the way you, I mean, because of what you're doing now, you know, motivational speaking and helping, helping people, I'm sure you've, you've talked with a lot of other people who have been through sexual assault, right? Yes, sir. I actually have a lot of individuals on the global virtual panel of sexual assault survivors that I'm hosting um, this Friday, actually. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yes, it's on Eventbrite. Uh, so if you're listening and you want to attend, definitely uh, check it out on Eventbrite and uh, register and yeah. reserve your seat. Uh, this is going to be a survivor's resource training. And we're going to tell individuals, not just the stories about these individuals, but that they're going to share themselves, but also the signs and the red flags to look out for. Uh, again, I was taken from an in, a group of individuals that I was with, so there was no uh, signs that I could have looked out for at all because that's not, I, again, I was with a group of individuals and I was taken. So right. I'll go back and tell people that you could take all the precautions that you want, but just because something happened to you, don't blame yourself for what happens. You have to continue to take precautions no matter what. Yeah. How, how many people, though, do you find... Um, that are stuck in a victim mindset as a result? My goodness, uh, I have found a tremendous amount of individuals who believe that they are victims because of what happened to them. And I say, no, you're not a victim. You are a warrior. You have a warrior's mindset. And 
you just really need to dig deep inside yourself after something happens that, uh, you know, that will affect your life tremendously. Yeah. And so you have to do a lot of self-reflection within yourself. Take the time, get quiet, spend some time with yourself. And again, dig deep into the Bible. The Bible is my best friend. I start my day off with the Bible. I end my day off with the Bible. As you can see, it's right behind me. <laughs> As oh, well. I love that. Thank I you. Love that. And so when we read the Bible, God is speaking to us. God wants to build a relationship with us. And so we need to build a relationship with him. Here's the thing. God wants to be a part of all areas of our lives. Individuals tend to believe that he just wants to be a part of our personal lives. No, God wants to be a part of our business. He wants to be a part of our finances, our love lives, everything. He wants to be a part of all areas of our lives. And until that we understand that and we let God be in control, and let go and let God, then our lives will continue to remain the way it is. You will remain stagnant until you realize that God is the creator of all things and that he wants to be a part of all areas of our lives. Let go and let God. And again, if you feel that you are in a in a, an environment right now or circumstance, understand this, your circumstances do not define who you are. You are the child of God. And right. once realize that and you realize that he is with you wherever you go. Joshua 1, 9 states, haven't I commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for your Lord. Your God is with you wherever you go. Remember, Amen. wherever you go, never give up. Amen. I agree. So, so <clears throat> when you were the first time this happened to you, you were eight years old. Um, what, I mean, in the, I mean, I have a 10 year old daughter. I cannot imagine, and I never want to imagine that happening to my daughter, either one of my daughters. And, and what was it? Do you think, I mean, because you could have easily fallen into a victim mindset and turned to drugs and alcohol and, 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 or did you for any period of time, did you like try to numb the pain through alcohol or anything like that? That's absolutely correct. And I shared that in the beginning, you know, in regards to alcohol, but here's the thing I said, wait, wait a minute. I don't want to be an alcoholic and that's not something that I, I want to do. So again, you have a decision to make. And so right. for those that are listening, if you have turned to alcohol or anything to numb your pain, understand this, it's not going to numb anything. You're going, the pain is going to remain so put it down and understand this. God has a purpose for your life. It's yeah. right in front of you. And Amen. understand this, that you just need to dig deep inside yourself. And your purpose is there. God already knows the plans he has for you. We can make all the plans that we want in this lifetime. We can write a long list. <laughs> yeah. God already knows the plans that he has for us. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what do you think that it, what, you know, I, I, I think, you know, I'm a recovered alcoholic with 18 years of sobriety and I went through some craziness as a kid, like, yeah. Um, and, and I know I spent many, many years, I didn't get sober until I was 34. And so I spent many, many years trying to numb the pain with alcohol. I didn't, I didn't realize I was trying to numb the pain. I just 
thought I enjoyed partying. And, and that, you know, I, eventually I learned that I was a raging alcoholic, but, you know, there was a, a moment for me where it was literally like somebody flipped a light switch on. And I realized that I was going to die from this if I didn't, didn't make a change. What was it for you? Was there a moment where you were like, I, 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 I can't stay. St-. I mean, cause it seems like you must've been young when you made the decision that I'm, I'm not living in this pain. That's right. I was in my senior year of high school. I was at a party and right then and there, I made the decision. I said, this is it. This is it. No more. And it was right before graduation. I said, you know what? I'm about to graduate soon. This is it. I'm going to college. I made a decision and that's exactly what I did. It was, it was a decision right then and there in that moment, that aha moment. And at this party, that's right. Yes, sir. And this is what I teach people. When you have a negative mindset, you have a three second to five second window to make that decision. Are you going to keep a main uh, negative mindset or are you going to keep a positive mindset? So you have to make that decision because if you keep that negative mindset, that's it. You get negative results. But I made my decision right then and there. You know, I would have had you come to me with that when I was. 25. I mean, I was, I was making in my twenties, I was, I was making a lot of money. I was doing great from the outside looking in. Had you come at me with that? I'd have been like, you're crazy. Get out of here with that. I I wouldn't have bought into it. So what, what do you say to people? Because denial, although it's not a river in Egypt, denial is, is a very, very strong thing, especially with a, a somebody who is a true alcoholic or drug addict. Um, denial is powerful. What do you say to somebody that's that's like, yeah, no, I, I, I I'm not buying all that. Like, I, I, I drink because I like to drink. Well, here's the thing: I'm a life coach today, and so essentially, yeah. to help people get to where they want to be, we have to understand where they are right now. Yeah. And- there is always an underlying issue to why people do what they do. Now I'm going to put my sociologist hat on. Remember I told you I have a background in sociology. Yeah. So here's the thing. We have to ask the right questions to understand that individual. We cannot assume anything because everyone is unique. Everyone's journey, life journey is completely different no matter what people want to label it as or say, oh, well, that person drinks, so they're an alcohol or they're the same. No, everyone's journey is different. Everyone has been through something different. So we really have to sit there and analyze that individual in regards to the issues that they've had to overcome and see how it has affected their lives and then see where they want to be and then help them get there. Love, I love that. Love that. Tom Ginn, who's also a life coach, says Mel Robbins' five second rule to change a negative. That's right. Love Mel Robbins. That's right. You have that five second. You have that five seconds. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. To make a decision. Yeah. Amen. Be negative or positive. 
it does come down to making a decision. It really does. It as simple as that seems, that's the first step. You got to make that decision, right? That's right. And you also really have to know your why. You have to know your why in this lifetime. If you do not know your why, take some time to self-reflect and figure it out because again, your purpose is right in front of you. You just need to know your why. Yeah. And God already knows the plans he has for you. So if you ever find yourself on this life journey, at some point, if there's ever a detour, understand that nine times out of 10, it's for a reason. Yeah. God did that for a reason. Yeah. So it's okay if something didn't work out exactly how you wanted it to be. Yeah. God knows the plans he has for you. So, so you're, you're, you are, your intention is to finish your law degree. That's right. Yes. But essentially I'm not going to um, be that, you know, attorney that you believe, you know, the yeah. typical attorney, I'm just going to provide legal advice at this point, because again, God has awakened me into a whole new light to understand my purpose. Everyone's purpose is different in this lifetime. So essentially, I understand his purpose for my life is to serve his people. Again, I'm a life coach. So I help people reach their goals. I help assist Christians to achieve their goals. Yeah. But also in the future, I will provide legal advice. Yes. So what what are so have you done a lot of speaking then? Yes, I have. <laughs> have you? I have. Yes, sir. So after everything that happened with the domestic violence and uh, uh, sexual assault, I'll never forget uh, attending Andy Audate's Progression Conference in LA. It transformed my life. After that, I went on tour with Andy to Texas and LA. And then I went through his Elite Presenters Academy. I always say there's room for growth. No matter how old you are in this lifetime, there's always room for growth. So I was already a speaker, but I became a better speaker. And then I launched my website and my company, Life Service Center of America. I launched my two books in 2020 this year, Walk With Me and God First. I launched my podcast, uh, Walk With Me. And I'm going to continue to serve God's people throughout my life. Wow, that's awesome. I actually know Andy really well, really well. He is absolutely amazing. Yeah, he's a good kid. Kid, I called him. He is a kid to me. So, um, Very mature. I, I, Huh? Very wise, very mature and very wise for his age. He is absolutely. Yeah, he 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 drove over to Vegas to visit me when I lived in Vegas. He he drove over from LA or wherever he was in California. So yeah, I know Andy real well. Um, so 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 you've traveled around with Andy. You've done a lot of speaking. So I guess you've probably been on the stage with um Les have you been on with Les Brown? <laughs> no, no, sir. No, not yet, huh? Not That's yet. right. But here's the thing. I, I have spoken at other events, the speaker talks event uh with Steve Sapato, and I have also hosted my own uh virtual events online and I have been uh, invited to speak um, at other events. I was just at the global virtual retreat speaking with other phenomenal speakers at the two day global virtual retreat by Dr. Angelica. And it was absolutely amazing. It was life changing. That's awesome. That's so awesome. So what, um, what, what's, so this Friday, what's, the, is there a website address where people can, 
can yes, visit I'll, the. I will share the link after um, this show. I will share the link in the comment section. I can I can set up a ticker to run across the bot. Is it an easy website address or is it's it on Eventbrite? <laughs> oh, oh, oh I have okay. to the URL. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that would be difficult then. Um, so yeah, you'll you'll share the link after the broadcast so people can go get registered. Is there is there is it free to register or is there yes. a cost? It is free. And then we have a breast cancer one coming up on the 18th because that is the cost that I truly care about. So I'm also hosting an event for that. Wow. That's awesome. And that's what's that? Is that just another global? breast cancer awareness event. What is that? Yes. And so breast cancer survivors will be sharing their story in regards to what they had to overcome. We also have a few males on the panel. Uh, one of them, he uh, lost his uh, fiance to breast cancer. So he's going to share how his journey was in regards to witnessing that, um, his fiance going through that and also losing her life to that. So his story is wow. very powerful uh, and very inspiring. And then we also have Daniel Gomez, a good friend of mine. His wife went through breast cancer. She's still here with us today. She's on the panel as well. She'll be sharing her story, but he'll also be sharing his story in regards to how he had to never give up in regards to what he witnessed his wife go through and how it was a def difficult time for him in his life. Yeah. yeah. So, so if if you could speak to the entire world all at um, all at one time, let's say everybody in the world is listening to you right now as as we're on on here. They're not. I can see the numbers. <laughs> but if they were, um, what would be the one, maybe two messages you would like for them to 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 get? from you? I would tell them to walk with purpose and to maintain a resilient mindset and never give up. Okay. How would they do that? How, how would they walk? I mean, walk with purpose that uh, everybody says that. How, how do you find that? How did, how would, if, if I said to you, I, I don't, I don't know how to find my purpose. How, how would you help me find my purpose? Great question. I would say start by building a relationship with God, the creator of all things. And he will assist you with finding your purpose. And then what if I don't believe in God. If you do not believe in God, there's always I found that a higher power that people believe in. They believe in an energy or think something of that nature. Yeah. Uh, and also people have a different term for their God. There's Allah. There's other terms yeah. for individuals, gods, I would say, whatever you believe in, go to that thing, that higher power that you believe in. Love that. And listen, listen in. Love that. What do you, th and I normally save this for towards the end, but I'm going to ask you now, you know, you've, you have, You've worked, you worked your way through college, you got your college degree, you got, you're almost finished with law school. You're, you said a year out from having your, your Juris Doctorate, which is amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, 
and, and you're an entrepreneur, a speaker, a motivational speaker, a coach, a life coach, and everything else that you have going on. You've written a book. You've got a second book coming. What do you think the number one thing is that holds people back from financial success and happiness and they're not necessarily related but i do think that it's it's a lot easier to be happy when you have money in the bank i'm just being real <laughs> it's it's way easier what do you think holds people back in great life? question i actually have a background in finances as well so i will tell you this a lot of individuals they want to obtain financial freedom but i'm here to tell you you will not obtain financial freedom until you obtain financial security first that is what mm. you need to obtain. It, and it's a process. It's not like it's going to happen at the snap of a finger. You have to actually work towards obtaining financial security. It's a process. So take it day by day. And also too, you mentioned a great point in regards to what keeps people back or holds them back from success or being successful. I will tell you this or reaching a goal that it is self-doubt, fear, or just negative self-talk. People have to self-reflect. Take the time to back up a little bit, backtrack a little bit. Mm -hmm. And once you do that, you will, again, realize what's right in front of you. And you will just have to step into it. You right. have to have positive self-talk. Positive self-talk. And then also don't doubt yourself. Understand that if God brought you to it, he'll bring you through it. And then also as well, maintain that resilient mindset no matter what. Love that. And how, like if I, you know, there's been times in my journey where I, I made horrible decisions. Uh, you know, I, I didn't go to college. I, 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 I didn't, you know, it doesn't matter why, but I didn't. And, and, um, I've made some terrible, I, you know, I had a car repossessed in front of all my employees one time. I've had all kinds of things happen that I was like, this is the end of my life right here. I know it is. This is, uh, there's no way I'm overcoming this. How do you, how do you help somebody that's, that's at the, I mean, during all of this, 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 this craziness of 2020 and, and the, the pandemic and all of the, the, how do you, how do you help somebody that's, that's at the end of their rope that that's, I mean, suicide, th this is real. The suicide rates are freaking through the roof. I mean, it's crazy. How do you help somebody that that calls you up and says, Gigi, I'm at the end of my rope. I don't even feel like there's a reason to be here anymore. Like I, I'm done with all this crap. How do you help somebody in that moment? Here's the thing. I ask, why? Because I cannot assume anything. Again, everyone is unique. So I can't say, oh, you came to me with this problem. Oh, this must be this. This must be that. No. Why? Why do you feel this way? What got you to this point? It's always something. You just have to figure it out. What is that underlying issue that caused this person to feel this way or the way that they feel at the moment? It's just a moment. 
They might not have felt like that before. Something triggered it. So what triggered it? So that's what I will have to figure out first is what triggered you to feel this way. And I have found that once we're able to figure that out, I'm able to assist them. Because again, if it's something that I can assist them with, I will do so. If it's something that I cannot, I will refer them to someone who can, and that person will help them. Because I don't just send people to anyone to assist them. I know that individual very well who I refer them to. That's awesome. Wow. So, um, wow. What, so what's coming up for you besides this Friday? What, what, what's on the, you know, what's, what's your, where do you hope to be in five years from now? <laughs> I, yes. I well, love that question. But <laughs> we're, 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 I mean, where you, you're still very young. I mean, where, where do you want to be in, in, you know, five years? Where do you, where do you see your, your career flourishing too. Well, definitely again, to continue uh, speaking all over the world, I was invited to Brazil next year to speak, uh, to train others. And I'm just truly excited uh, to again, serve God's people on this new platform he has given me. Um, and again, expect more books uh, to be put out there. I am going to continue to write uh, to help people through no matter, no, every, any challenge that they go through. That's what I want to do. I want to help people. I truly love helping others. And and when you say help people, how how specifically do you want to help people? Yes. So I assist Christians with achieving their goals and experiencing massive life transformation and growth spiritually, financially, professionally, and personally. And so through my company, Life Service Center of America, there's two aspects. The first aspect are motivational programs and courses that are taught by me. The second aspect is our business service navigator. So what I've done, again, I launched um, at the beginning, beginning of this year, but it has been amazing. So I have partnered with business owners all over the world. And what's going to happen once we launch the business service navigator, the BSN, all our members will be able to locate the service they need in a reasonable time rather than having to go through thousands of web pages only to find that it doesn't have the quality service that you want. Now you will be able to find that through via a drop down menu. So we'll be launching here very soon. So be on the lookout for our, our announcement. Uh, that's so awesome. Good for you. What Thank about, you. what about people you, so you say I, I, I work with uh, a couple of questions. Um, one you, you say I work with, with Christians. Um, and two, you say this, you keep saying this new platform and I'm curious, um, a couple of things. Number one, what new platform, what, what, what do you mean by new platform? Um, and number two, um, what about non-Christians? Are, are you interested in helping them? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, so in regards to your first question, in regards to the platform, yeah. what I meant by that is that, again, I was speaking, I was a speaker at the um, law school and now I'm a speaker on this new platform. It's a spiritual flat platform. <laughs> uh, I got you. Okay. Yes, sir. And then also uh, you mentioned non-Christians. Here's the thing. So essentially I help Christians. Uh, achieve their goals. So I have found that the non-Christians are individuals who are conforming to society, what society believes they should be. So essentially, it's all about helping them get to understand what it is to be a Christian, because some people are leaning towards being a Christian. They just don't understand what it is to be a Christian. And also they don't understand what it means to build a relationship with God. And so I assist individuals with growing spiritually as well. 
So you like you 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 are making a, a putting a concerted effort into bringing people to Christ is is part of the plan, right? Yes, sir. And again, uh, I'm just grateful to be here. I almost lost my life almost a year and a half ago. So it was a huge wake up call for me. And it was, again, life changing for me. And I understand my purpose. I tell people all the time that these um, two books that I have written, Walk With Me and In God First, they most likely would not exist until 20 years later. Uh, But then again, it would be a different book, right? But here's the thing. I launched both of them this year for a reason. I understood why God had me write those books this year and why they were launched this year. So and both books are out? Yes, sir. They're on Amazon. And oh, under- do, you have, do you have a copy of both of them? Yes, I do. Show them both. Oh, I have this one here. I have the copy of God First. It's only uh, available as an ebook right now on Amazon. Oh, I, I got do you. have a copy on um, the Kindle, yes. But uh, the hard copy will be coming soon for that. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Wow, that's awesome. So show show everybody your book. Hold it up so everybody can see it. Here it is. <laughs> that's beautiful. Love, love, love that. Great Thank picture you. too. <laughs> Thank you. So if somebody buys your book, Walk With Me, what 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 are they going to walk away with? What what <laughs> what what will they get from your book? Like ha- what's it going to do for them? Yes. So you asked a great question earlier too about how they could find their purpose. Walk with me will assist you with that as well. I I help people in regards to an action plan that I provide in my book as well. So I mentioned the trials and tribulations that I have, I've had to overcome in my life to help under other people understand that they too can overcome those trials and tribulations they face in their lives and to never give up. You have to have that mindset of never giving up because this life, you never know what will happen. You may get knocked down, but you have to understand you have to get back up and you have to bounce back quickly. So you have to maintain a resilient mindset. And so, again, I provide an action plan to assist others with finding their purpose. Love. I love that. Love that. And your book helps them with that. That's right. Yes, sir. That's awesome. That's awesome. So any final words that you would like to like to give the world like the the everybody that's watching or listening or be will be on the replay any final words of of encouragement to get through all of this i mean i don't know exactly how you see everything going on in the in the world today but it's a little bit cray cray oh yes great point uh i also want to mention too that we are in a pandemic a pandemic is occurring right now in our lives yeah. and it has affected how people do things tremendously. And also too, we have a lot of people committing suicide, as you mentioned, a lot of people are depressed, um, have anxiety, they live in fear right now. I'm here to tell you the only person you should fear is God. That also is also stated in the Bible. And also too, I'm here to tell you again, to never give up. If you're feeling down right now, get back up and understand that, find the opportunity in this, in this time right now that's, that's happening, this pandemic that's happening. There's so much, available to you. It's right in front of you. You just, again, you have to realize that and you have to step into the unknown. You have to have faith and also trust in him, trust in God and let go and let God. I love that. I mean, you've been through, you know, you've been through some, some serious 
crap, I'll just say crap in life. Um, and the fact that you're now taking the world stage, so to speak, and, and helping people, I'm sure you help a lot of women who've been through domestic violence. Um, you know, and I, I always wonder, cause it sounds like you immediately removed yourself from the situation. I would imagine, um, I always wonder like why people stay in, cause you hear about that, like, you know, women that stay in, in these domestic violence, um, situations for years. And it, I, I always wonder about that. What makes someone stay in that? Why, why they don't just like get out? Great question. So in regards to domestic violence, I also just had a panel uh, with the survivors as well for that uh, to raise awareness in regards to what domestic violence is and the signs and the red flags to look out for. It was a, also a survivor's resource training. But here's the thing. I also wanted to raise awareness in regards to the fact that domestic violence is not just physical. Too often that is what is being taught in our society is that it's just physical. It's not just physical. It's emotional, financial, and also so many other things. And when yeah. you are in a domestic violence relationship, you're essentially dealing with a narcissist. You're dealing with someone with a narcissist character trait. And so I actually mentioned it in my book as well. I put the entire uh, domestic violence uh, wheel for you there to understand the character traits to look out for in regards to a narcissist. So a narcissist, wow. they will uh, attempt to control you, manipulate you as well. So that is what you're seeing there. When you're seeing individuals stay in those relationships and understand this, that it doesn't just happen to women. A lot of people think it just happens to women. It also happens to men. We also yep. have men on our panel to speak about their stories. And also it happens not just in heterosexual relationships, but in homosexual relationships as well. So here's the thing. That is what you're seeing. Again, you're seeing individuals who are dealing with a narcissist. They're being manipulated. And yeah. that individual is just, you don't know, lying to them. Again, manipulation. There's only so much that an individual can do unless they're aware of that character trait. Yeah. That, that's how you end it. That's how you end it. They just need to become aware of that. And that's why I teach that narcissist character trait, what it is. So individuals know the signs and the red flags to look out for. Because wow. you are in a deadly situation when you're in a domestic violence matter. You yeah. hear stories all the time and those stories are, are, are real. People lose their lives through domestic violence. And again, True. strangulation is the number one cause of death in those relationships. That's unbelievable. I mean, it's just unreal that 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 happens in this world. Like, blows me away. It's unreal. So, um, Gigi, thank you for for being a part of my life, being a friend, and being a um, a guest on the show today. You're you're amazing. I'm very grateful to Justin Breen. He he's such a good guy. <laughs> he's such a good dude. Yeah. Um so so now do you have a do you have a website that's that's up and running right now that people can visit and learn more about you? Yes, Life Service Center of America LLC. Life. Yes, Life Service Center of America LLC.com. And when they sign up, they get a free sample of my book, Walk With Me. Okay, I'm gonna scroll that 
across the bottom. Is that it right there? That's it. Awesome. So everybody go over to Life Service Center of America, LLC.com. Check out Gigi, get a free sample of her book. Follow her on all social media platforms. Are you on, on everything, Instagram, Twitter, everything? Yes, I just got on Instagram last year. It's at Gigi Sabat, G-I-G-I-S-A-B-B-A-T. Facebook, Regeline, uh, then my nickname, Gigi Sabat. And then LinkedIn is Regeline, same thing, Regeline, Gigi Sabat. So you should be able to find me. And then also make sure to subscribe to my podcast, Walk With Me. I bring individuals from all over the world to assist you with growing spiritually, financially, professionally, and personally. And also so that you get unstuck and then you find your purpose. And Ken has been a guest as well. And I truly appreciate it, Ken. It was fun. It was fun. Thank you for having me on. And thank you for being here today. And thank you to everyone who's been watching and shared this out. Really genuinely appreciate that. Gigi, I appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your wisdom and your, I mean, your transparency. A lot of people, you know, have bad things happen and they keep it all balled up inside of them and don't don't share it so that transparency helps people i truly believe that thank you ken thank you you guys have an awesome day gg thanks again for being here i appreciate you don't hang up on me i'm going to end the live stream though so okay. thank you so much appreciate you likewise bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.